I wanted to be whatever got me golden stars by whoever by the adults and whoever heard me say that. So in a way, I don't think I ever pursued what I wanted to actually be doing. So no, I, I never really ever considered being a journalist, but now I think that I'm exact I'm doing exactly what I was meant to be doing. Am I the one that's introducing you? Sure. Am I <laughs> try, try it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> try to be me, not the <laughs> Hello, I am Alejandra Valdez and I am one of Andrea's closest friends. Hi everyone, yo soy Andrea Marquez and this is Latinx, a show brought to you by La Red Hispana for the new generation of Latinx. The time has come where I tell you a little bit about myself. On this special episode on Latinx, I answer questions from my Instagram followers. I had my cousin and Alejandra look them over instead of doing it myself so that I could answer them as honestly as possible. As a note, not all questions made it through and the ones chosen were asked more than once. If you have any more questions, join our community on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Latinikis. You can also learn more on our website at wearelatinikis.com. So, Andrea, if you can give us a little bit of background information of how old are you and maybe just family background. It is very weird to start, right? I always have problems starting off interviews. Um... I'm 26 years old. I am a journalist. I think I struggle saying that still. I don't believe it, but I am a journalist. I work as a communications manager as well for my company. And I'm from, I'm a border child. One of the first things I usually say when people ask me to just kind of introduce myself is I'm from the border of Brownsville, Texas. I am bicultural, bilingual, fully bilingual. My mother is Mexican and my father is Honduran. I'm first generation. So when I was younger, until I was about 17, my house was on the Mexican side of the border and I'd cross to the American side every day to go to school. You mentioned you're a journalist. What inspired you to be a journalist and what do you enjoy most about your job? I wanted to know everything. Um, I always said I liked school, but I think... School turned into this thing where I felt like I was I was only there to pass or get a grade and I was almost forgetting about the learning part. Not not that I don't value my education a lot, but I realized that what I enjoyed the most was learning about specific things and learning them in depth. It took me a while to figure out what that translated into when I started growing up um, and I graduated from undergrad and then when I it was time to go I wanted to do my master's, I was like, hmm, what am I going to do this about? What is it that I like doing? I like writing. I like getting to know people. So I'm much more of a listener in that sense. And I decided to try journalism and I, it turns out I loved it. Um, one of the, my favorite parts, I think, is what you're doing now, getting to know someone, um, seeing them light up when they speak about the things that they're most passionate about. You just talked about your passions and I know your Instagram profile shows you're an avid reader. What are you currently reading? Oh, I am an avid reader. I'm reading right now The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand? 
Ayn Rand. I'm sorry if I butcher her name. Fountainhead, I recommend it to everyone. It is such a good book. I think everyone should read it. Yes, it is a little lengthy. It is a little heavy on the subject matter. It's a novel, but it is very philosophical, sociological. Um, it is definitely not an easy, easy read. I was, say, I was telling my dad, I wish I would have read this years ago, but at the same time, I don't think I would have respected it and seen it the way I'm reading it now. I have a lot of book recommendations. I always tell people, go into my Instagram, but, um, and I can keep going and keep going, but that's oh, what yeah. I'm reading right now. What is your life motto and what makes you the happiest? It's a hard question. Very heavy yeah. questions. My life motto. Okay. Or words to live by. I used to say, if it's easy, then it's meant to be. But I don't believe that anymore. I think that there are difficult things that are worth fighting for and that are meant to be if you push a little harder. I think that with struggle, there is a greater capacity to grow, I suppose. Greater capacity to grow. That is. <laughs> um, we make life as difficult or as easy as we want it to be. And I've learned that throughout the years. What makes me happy or happiest was the question, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. I think being with my best friends and being with my family makes me happiest. So now that we're in COVID times, this would be difficult, I'm sure. What do you think about the state of the world right now related to COVID? I think that the world is crying out for help in many, many, many ways. There are people that have taken it upon themselves to do something. And then there are others who just say, well, you know, there's already someone doing the work and what is little old me going to do for this? It's like the idea of recycling, right? There are people who recycle all out and then there are people who don't recycle and think, well, we're just one family or I'm just one person. What, what am I going to do? What is really the difference going to be if I throw that plastic bottle in the trash or something like that? It's that same concept. I think that we all should be pitching in. I know it's a very hard and for some more, more than others, one day at a time and finding ways to control what we can and helping out within that control because the way we help is within our control. Right now, I know there's a lot of traveling bans and people aren't traveling, but what would be your traveling bucket list after COVID-19? I haven't really thought of this because I was like I, I feel like 2020 is just not going to be a traveling year right but mm -hmm. my mother so my mom was diagnosed with cancer in December of 2019 she loved traveling and and she wanted to travel with my father and I which by the way I'm also an only child in case anyone didn't know and so I probably whatever her bucket list is would be my bucket list something you would do differently in retrospect I would have appreciated the relationships I had a lot more than I did. Good, that's a good answer. What did you want to be when you grew up? And, was, and is that what you are now? I wanted to be whatever sounded right to other people. If I was told that being a lawyer was the way to go, that's what I wanted to be. If I want, if, if a doctor was the way, 
that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be whatever got me golden stars by whoever, by the adults and whoever heard me say that. So in a way, I don't think I ever pursued what I wanted to actually be doing. So no, I, I never really ever considered being a journalist, but now I think that I'm exact, I'm doing exactly what I was meant to be doing. Wow, really honest answer. <laughs> so I know you went to an Ivy League because I, like you said, I am your best friend. Um, <laughs> but do you have any suggestions um, for doing a master at an Ivy League school or what would be your advice? Um, first of all, I'm super happy that you owned the fact that you're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, second, to do a master's in an Ivy League. Um, my suggestion is talk to someone who's been there before first. Have you struggled with an insecurity? And if you have, how have you handled it? Okay. Yeah. D don't we all struggle with insecurities? I feel like we all struggle with insecurities. So. <laughs> One of my biggest insecurities growing up was the need of approval. <laughs> I think I've kind of changed with that as time goes on and you start realizing what, what is really important in life. And I think my mother's being diagnosed with cancer also changed my perspective on things because you start realizing who your friends are, you start realizing what's what you value and what's most important in life. Life is meant to be lived by you. It's your life. So seeking approval from other people is almost like living for them and living living as a copy of somebody else. I think part of handling an insecurity like that or a lot of insecurities is acknowledging it and seeing it when it's there and seeing the little habits that you've built and addressing them in that moment even if it's in your in just in your head and saying okay mm -hmm. i'm thinking this way right now stopping yourself acknowledging it saying something positive to overwrite whatever it is you're thinking with time that that turns into a positive habit and you start changing i i feel like i've changed at least by doing that Okay, final question, which is very relevant. What have you learned throughout the development of this podcast and how has it impacted you? Interviewing the people I've interviewed, I've learned that everyone has a story, everyone has something to say, and it all matters in a way. Did that rhyme? Um, <laughs> you learn how to love yourself and appreciate your passions when you see that from somebody else. I mean, it might not happen to everyone, but being able to speak to all of these people who I've had the privilege to speak to and seeing them open up and flourish and, and just speak about what they love has made me have a greater appreciation for what I do and, and how much more I could be doing and how much more I have left to do, because it's just the start. The big thing is you have to appreciate the little things before you can get to the big things and before you're ready for when the big things come. Hey guys, thanks for listening. 
And thank you, Ale, for guiding this episode. As always, make sure to support your communities. It doesn't matter what you choose to advocate for. Just go out there and help. Connect and inspire others to do the same. Join our community on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Latinikis. Reach out and let me know what's important to you. I'd love to hear what you have to say.